Okay, hello everyone. It's Matt Miller. Let me adjust my mic because I'm a professional. And uh, it's Monday, December 14. And you don't know shit. Let me just check my surroundings for ghosts. (laughs) I'm currently, I'm afraid of ghosts. This is my big, my big move. Worried about spooky. It's Christmas time, but I'm still, I still have a Halloween mindset, you know? I'm worried about spiritual creatures entering the room. Did I ever tell you the story when I was a kid? I, uh, I was afraid of things. <laughs> Much like as an adult. And one time I, I left my room, uh, my room, <laughs> my, my room with O's rather than room with you. I have a, I have a way of speaking that's, uh, that's, you know, of, of my, where I lived or something or how people talk, you know, everyone talks different. We have way off topic here. Anyhow, I, I left my room one night to go to the bathroom and I put my sheets all a tangle. And then when I was going back into my room and I was looking in the room, I thought my sheets were like a spider or a bug. And I like, hid in the hallway for a while because I was afraid to go back to my bed. But then I eventually went back to my bed. But it took a while of being scared. And that was the story. So I guess the point of that story is the only thing you have to fear is spiders in your bed. Because that would be not good. They'd be biting you and nipping at you. <laughs> nipping at you. All these spiders in my bed are nipping at me. <laughs> Um, I'm drinking Diet Mountain Dew, my uh, favorite soda, Diet Mountain Dew. It's It's got the Mountain Dew flavor with the diet aftertaste and the diet taste, and it's not good, but I drink it. An interesting thing about living in New York, which is uh, an interesting thing indeed, is dealing with bugs in apartments. I've had... Uh, when I lived in Bushwick, I had a lot of bugs all the time in my apartment. Non-stop fucking cockroach-type bugs. Not like the big... I had a few big fat... You know, the big fat cockroaches, those are the American ones. It's, it's very fitting because they're big and fat and honkadory. <laughs> and then a bunch of the little ones just hopping around and bothering me. I guess you get used to it after a while. It was grossing me out. That was a wild time. I was living in an unauthorized apartment. Like, it was a railroad-type apartment. And I was living in this... There's So there's, like, a room, and then there's a center part and another room. In my room, there was a block-off of, like, closet doors that were covered. And then the uh, the person who I was giving money for the sublet lived on the other side of the closet. And I was in the middle area. So I had no heat or anything where I was. Or no... No AC, rather, because it was the summer. And I was just hanging out in the middle. And I was sweating my balls off is the expression. I hate to use an expression. Because they feel so... mm, Cliché, which I guess is the term. (laughs) What the fuck am I getting at here? What what am I even getting at here? But uh, yeah, I used to... That was one summer living in Bushwick where I was just sweating so much in that center area. I had so many fans set up. I remember I had a few friends stay over that just sweat their balls off and left. So there you go, use it again. Sweat their balls off. And uh, and they left the uh, the area. I uh, 
It was pretty fun, though. You know, I, I didn't have any money. I was so skinny. I was such a skinny fellow just walking around like, look at me, skinny man. Everybody wants to fuck me. <laughs> and uh, I was pounding. I was going through a lot of uh, alcohol at the time. This isn't that long ago. This is a... Eh, I guess it's two years ago at this point. Fuck, I've been in New York a minute. But I was going through like a bottle of uh, like a bottle of vodka every weekend, and I just like wasn't eating. I was starving myself to stay fit, which is what I'm trying to do again now. And that's just how I was living. And that's just a fun thing about moving to uh, New York. I don't even know why I'm getting into this. And the, you, you know the way I, I moved here. It's a little refresher for people who who don't know. This is just me. I got no guest. Is when I, I lost a, uh, I got a. Uh, a little driving infraction involving uh, liquor, you know, and then I lost my job. And then what I did was I took out a loan right when I lost my job. And you're not really supposed to do that because you need to have a financial background to cover the loan. But I, I hedged my bet and took out a loan, uh, not telling the financial institution I didn't have a job, just wanting the money. And I used that money to buy a bunch of camera equipment, and I used that money to fund my move to New York, and then just knowing I'd uh, I'd make it back, you know, and make back the cash, and I did. So uh, it was a good bet on myself. I uh, I got a little DUI, <laughs> lost my job, and then I took out a loan while I was unemployed, and I moved to New York, which is the whole plan. It ended up working out, and here I am today. And that was years ago, so don't even question it. This could all be lies. Uh, financial institutions, I could be speaking fiction. So anyhow, yeah, when I was living there, I, just, I was uh, staying thin because I had no no money. So I tried to limit my food, you know. I was buying cheap vodka, buying freaking flavored vodka. Because there was like one store that had like all, I forget what brand it was. But it was all like, it was like whipped cream flavor and other like whatever flavors that no one was buying. And there was just like a rack of like $10 bottles that I was just like, well, I guess I'll buy this because it was the cheapest shit. I was pounding that out, you know, partying. <laughs> partying hard. And now here I am today, fully and fully having cash and employed and things. And I got fat as shit because of old COVID. And now I'm trying to lose weight again by not eating because it's the only way I know how. And it's hard to uh, restrain yourself when you're living in such excess, you know? People want a lot of things. And you have to be able to control it. Because isn't it something like, I don't know the exact number, but 50 to like 70% of uh, lottery winners go back to being worse like after a year because they just blow up with their money and they start doing, making ridiculous moves. Like I could see if I stumbled into a a large amount of money that I may start losing my my willpower and just go off the rails in terms of substances and such. I don't know how you would deal. And then like people would ask me for money, right? Family and friends. And I, I always think about if I came in a lot of money, like who would get money <laughs> out of people I know, you know? I don't know if that's a weird way to think about it. Um, yeah, because I would feel bad. I'm always feeling, feeling bad. <laughs> I guess I wouldn't have to, no one would have to get money. My, my, I, I like to, I put things off, even though I produce 
lot of video content, and uh, I work a job, and I have have some friends. I have a lady. I have I have things. I'm very procrastinatory. Procrastinatory. Is that even a word? With things, I'm like, if I ever came into a large lump sum of money, I'd probably have to go into hiding for a year to figure it out. And by hiding, I mean, uh, f- fuck town. <laughs> These are my riffs. And by hiding, I mean, fuck town Magoo. <laughs> I'd have to go to fuck town Central and uh, hide out there. <laughs> Uh, that's a code for somewhere that's not here. I don't even know what that's code for. I don't even know where I'd even want to go into hiding. Maybe do a, by hiding, maybe I'll go travel, do a European travel. I feel like that's something a, a person would do with money in America. Let's go on a European trip. Now that we have all this money, we can see all the sites. I could visit the Eiffel Tower. I could Eiffel Tower the Eiffel Tower. I wonder what the fine is. Of Eiffel Towering the Eiffel Tower, right? I just put one lady against the bottom of the Eiffel Tower. And then I'm on the other side of her, right? And the, the Eiffel Tower is the other part of it. You know what Eiffel Tower is, right? Two, I guess it could be two fellas or ladies on either side. And in the middle could be a lady or a fella. Just as long as they can protrude into the center object. And then if you, if you high-fived at the top, that would finish the Eiffel Tower. But, no, if I were to Eiffel Tower the Eiffel Tower... That means it would be me and another person on the other side of the Eiffel Tower. And we're each fucking either side of the Eiffel Tower with the Eiffel Tower in the middle. <laughs> Is I guess what the uh, Eiffel Towering and Eiffel Tower would be. It'd be like a boom, boom, would be both of us Eiffel Towering it. So that's probably where I'd be. Fuck city, France. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck city, France. That's uh, my code name for my hideout area where I when I get all my money. Uh, shout out to uh, Fuck City on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm actually feeling pretty good. I'm, I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling well rested right now. I went to bed early, so sometimes some of my stronger, funny riffs happen when I'm tired. It's uh, it's like. It's still, I mean, it's the afternoon. It's still early for me to be producing such comedy. I get my best comedy comes later in the day. Early day comedy, you know, it's I'm working up to the jokes. Haven't done a ton of speaking today, so my voice is coming out like you're getting initial thoughts right off the dome. Boom, boom, boom. Um, what else is going on? Oh, but I do recommend sleep. <laughs> I recommend sleep. It's I think sleep is the healthiest things you can healthy healthiest thing you can do. I think it, maybe it doesn't go as called out by uh, people, but I think getting good rest is by far the healthiest thing to do. And I think if you're like under maybe twenty five, you know, fuck rest. You're you're young. Just do whatever the fuck you want. But after that, <laughs> rest is. It's real good for you. It keeps your head straight. And makes makes you to have such riffs as the Eiffel Tower riff that I just did. Makes it so you drink a lot of Diet Mountain Dew. Makes it so you're living a healthy life. Which is important. Uh, we all gotta live healthy lives. Do you think if everyone's living a healthy life, would there be less violence? Would there be more peace in the world? If we were all living a healthy life. You know, everyone had well-rounded meals. You know, shelter, clothing. They could all get sleep. They had uh, 
social experiences, they had loved ones. And people, people weren't doing shady shit to them, they could trust people. You think if we all had that, there'd be less crime? Maybe, probably, 100%, I think, there'd be less crime. Which brings me to my next point. Now, I kind of talked about crime on a different one, and I, well, not really, I talked about drugs. Still a proponent for all legalized drugs. I don't think we should have uh, police officers ar arresting and or shooting people because they have drugs. I think, because uh, people are always like, oh, just abide what the police are doing when they ask you to do stuff and you won't get in trouble. But you shouldn't have to do that if you have drugs. You should be able to run away. Because, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, whatever, fucking substances exist on Earth. You shouldn't not be allowed to take substances. It seems like it's anti-human to, uh... But I was just talking about willpower. And I do understand we would still need, like, facilities to help people get off drugs. You know, that seems counterproductive, right? Make drugs illegal and... And then have facilities to help people get off drugs, but it's better than making them... Or make them legal. It's better than making them illegal and uh, having police being able to kill people. So there you go. That's my point on that. <laughs> but drugs are bad. You know, you can get hooked. Like even like weed, you know, everyone loves the weed. But I'm not a person that can get things done on weed. I get very lazy when I'm smoking weed and I'm not pr productive. You know, I just say the same set of words twice in a row. <coughs> When I'm smoking weed. So it's like, uh, it's not good for me. But I'm still gonna, you know, occasionally, occasionally do it out, you know? I need to speak up here. I'm like wandering off. I was thinking about Amazon, right? Because I'm looking at an Amazon package right now. Not the, the forest, but the, the company, you know, the very wealthy company that takes in all this money. And uh, the way they, they, they do business, they're, they're a middleman between the business and the consumer, right? They, they have a warehouse where they store things and it gets shipped out. A business makes things, goes to Amazon, and then Amazon ships it out. And maybe there's another, there's an agent is what I learned. And maybe the business takes it, brings it to Amazon, it goes to an agent, and then it gets shipped out to individual houses, and I don't know if that's the most environmentally friendly way to get products, right? Uh, it, there definitely needs to... I mean, if there was... So there's companies that make a billion things that all have a zillion places where they make it. And they all get shipped around the world. And I don't know what the most efficient way to do is to do it is. I don't know if it would be... If we're just thinking about like a utopia, right? Is like every... There's like districts of the world if every company has... Uh, is able to set up shops to build things to only ship things as locally as they can. And by locally, I mean it can still be very far, but just so they don't have to go overseas or fly planes or waste additional resources, you know, in a utopia setting. Uh, what's the best way to get products to people? Is it is it the way we're doing? I know people are anti-capitalistic ways, but I'm thinking outside of that. I'm thinking more of just the structure and the process you know i'm all about structure and prof process and logistics 
I think it would be good if we all, if everyone was required to learn like gardening or farming, if we were able to produce products that we would use on our own, right? If we all little gardens, like where we could grow like tomatoes or cucumbers or like potatoes or stuff that we'd use stuff. My, I just went through puberty. That's always the joke when your voice fucks up. Oh, I'm becoming a man now. <laughs> I know not everyone lives in a rural setting. Well, I think definitely if you have a backyard, it's it's noteworthy to be, have a, a garden to grow stuff that you would eat. Because that's the thing when like we say we're running out of food, because no one has any money. But it's like food is, is creatable by humans. I'm getting all over the place here. So it's just interesting. Like everyone that is able to you know to own chickens or have a little garden farm area. Um, or even raise livestock, whatever, should take that opportunity. We should be more, and, and it wouldn't be just be self-sufficient, right? Because then, like, if your neighbors around you maybe don't have things to share. If we had more hotspots of people doing that, that would uh, serve, I mean, we, then people would have food and shit. I think it's good. You should definitely be learning skills out there. Learning, like, even if a person knows how to make clothing or knows how to make anything you know work carpentry i know you'd have i mean this <laughs> i guess i'm deciding what society is <laughs> there was a south park episode where this happened where like once people went to school and they were talking about the world but i mean just <clears throat> as a person so let me backtrack thing maybe just as a person i'm just saying you should be able to you should learn some food making skills just because of how pivotal food is to living uh that's i think an important thing you can have your job that skill and a hobby but i think uh definitely a good resource to have is how to grow your own food now i don't know how to do it i mean i'm sure i could figure it out you know you get some dirt <laughs> you drop some seeds in it things grow whatever you water it you put it in the sun maybe you talk to it you know you talk to plants to help them grow I think it's because the CO2 or some shit, some science thing happens. But, but yeah, I live in the city in an apartment and uh, it's tough, definitely tough to, tough to do here. Definitely the city is an interesting place. It's a place with a lot of humans, but not a lot of humanity. Quote it, put it on your backpack if you're a student. Put it in your notebook if you're a student. If you're an adult with a backpack and notebook... You're probably a comedian, or you're not, or you do something else, or there's many reasons to have a backpack and notebook, and put my quote in there, but, because they'll talk about food deserts in the city, you know, and maybe lower uh, income areas, poor areas, <laughs> the way to sound smart is you say one thing, and then you say another thing that's, that means the same thing. But it just if you say it twice, you're like, this guy knows what he's talking about. Low-income areas. Poor areas. <laughs> if you, That's how I passed uh, essays growing up, taking tests. Like, I wouldn't really know answers, but I was wonderful. Wonderful at restating the question. And, like, kind of giving a vague answer and then restating that vague answer. It would be like, uh, why have dogs like uh, developed to to bark? I'd be like, well, barking is a is what dogs has developed to do. 
Barking is essential to how dogs are uh, today. uh, Just just imagine this makes sense. (laughs) Barking has uh, been involved with the evolutionary process of dogs to, to... where they are today in which that they bark. <laughs> you know, you just keep saying whatever bullshit, fill it out, maybe one line with kind of some truth. And then the, my teacher's like, oh, wow, look at this. This is sounds so smart. Or I don't know what they fucking thought. They, they probably didn't even read tests. You ever wonder if you're like the... If a teacher's grading like 50 tests, like test 40, she's just like, yeah, whatever. This kid's usually pretty smart. I'll just give him an A. <laughs> or I guess an A minus would be kind of a fuck score or B plus, you know? A fuck score. A lot of a lot of my riffing today, fuck town, fuck score, is just very on point. But anyhow, food deserts, low income areas. It's just interesting that like like, because I think seeds don't cost a lot of money, and if you could find little, they do have community gardens, but if we just had community areas of 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 produce that could be grown by the community, I know this sounds very simple. This sounds like I'm such a fucking hippy dippy fuckface. It has like animals that can be slaughtered by the community. <laughs> it just seems real wild to have whole. Areas of human population without any food being produced. You know, it all comes from the outside. Maybe it's the the outside. And these food deserts, all they get is like processed shit. Because processed shit can be shipped around and handled and last a while. And then you're eating processed shit. And and processed shit can't be good if if your main nourishment comes from processed shit. You know, you start to get a little wild, get a little crazy. If you're not eating any fresh items. So there def- that definitely needs to be a city improvement to keep cities around. Is be able to create fresh hotspots for everyone to get to. That are of, of quality and price. You know, If you have whatever, a dollar to buy a bag of chips. You could have a dollar to buy a bundle of apples. Because if there's a lot more produce and stuff in the world, the price will go down. Or I don't know, economics. I just want better, you know, healthier people. Walking around being all jolly. Being like, hee hee hee, I'm a nice healthy person. And I love everyone. (laughs) But yeah, Amazon I was thinking about. People really dislike it. Or a lot of people love it. But... Just like how much money it gets, how rich Jeff Bezos is, and it's, uh, and you could just not contribute to Amazon. You can you can still buy everything you want if you live. If you're probably using Amazon, you could probably get all the items you want just by going to stores and stuff. If you have a car, you could still go to this the source or find other websites that aren't it to buy it online, and just pay the more money <clears throat> to not support uh, what they're doing if you don't like how they're getting all the money. Now, it does feel like they are starting to... Uh, we have, like, anti-monopoly laws. They're starting to get the uh, monopoly of, like, middleman shipping retailer. I know you got eBay. And other countries don't really use Amazon. What's the other one called? It's called, like, Beep Bop or something. Bimboo or... 
something cool. Um, beep blop do into boo. And uh, that, that ships things, but if, if, if we were trying to do like a real, I guess, ethical Amazon, it would be, it would be a, a, a directory of all the products in the world. And if you're looking for something, you would, you, it would show you all the various seller websites you could go visit. And then get it right from the source. That way it's not going through some middleman who's collecting, you know, all kinds of money from, from whatever it costs to be there. And uh, there's a lot of money in being a middleman. It's like, uh, like, like Hollywood, right? You got your agents. You got your talent. You know, your actor. We'll, we'll say Hollywood encompasses all entertainment. Your actor, your singer, your dancer, your comedian. And then the agent sets them up with the, uh, the organizations and the deals and can sway their way in to get their client to, to, make, uh, to be in projects, you know, make deals. And there's a lot of money in that. You know, you get 10% of what they make for, just, for being a middle person. And Amazon's a middle person. Uh, something like Uber is like a middleman be- between you and people. Who are going to drive you? When before we had taxis, which is kind, of, which is direct, right? I mean, you could call a taxi service, and they show up. Like Uber is a Uber is interesting because uh, Uber Eats. You know, I mean, there's uh, there's other tons of food sharing apps. They're all middle people between you and a restaurant. When you could just call the restaurant for delivery. Now we'd rather uh, have a middle person. Uh, set it up and pay a fee for that and it's funny how lucrative it is to be a middleman you know seems like such a shitty job (laughs) you're not you're not really producing anything you're just like a a map between the consumer and the product and you're just making you you just created the most fluent way for them to get it I think a lot of times people don't want to call and talk. I think that's the thing. The generations don't want to call and talk on the phone. They'd rather pay an additional $5 to Uber than actually call the restaurant. Yeah. I mean, I guess this, I mean, with Amazon, yeah, it creates a more fluent way for you to look at different products, which can be nice, but they then get all the money. They then get all the money. <laughs> and the thing about money is people hoard it and hand it out to their cohorts and, you know, their their children. And it, it, it you need to make your own to get rich, right? And it's just tough if you're, if you're at the bottom and you have... Because with every business book I've read or whatever, it's always like get loans for free, right? Get your family and friends to loan you out. And have that be the starting income. Don't have it be banks because then you're in debt and it's annoying. But if you're at the bottom and everyone else you know is at the bottom and you can't loan any money, what the fuck are you supposed to do? You know? How are you going to prove to people that you're... How are you going to prove people you don't know that you're trustworthy enough to get money? See, like money builds money. Money attracts money. You know, success attracts success. And then there's other ways to escape the poorest of areas is if you become very talented at something <laughs> yeah and somebody notices the talent then that's a way but that's like that's insignificant of a way to do anything uh for everyone you know that's like that's very hard to be very talented enough to 
escape your reality because of your talents without and have somebody like find you and start paying you so how does a uh, uh i'm really doing fluid way of thinking a poor person leave their their setting and there's like grants or whatever to go to college but that i mean you still need you're still going to need money when you go over there right when you go to college to have an apartment or whatever i mean even they pay tuition i mean for food i mean there's still going to be money transportation back and forth or whatever there's going to be money somewhere in the process and then you're going to need money while you're like trying to get employed somewhere maybe you live somewhere that's not near the best employers and you have to move somewhere and you don't have the money to live there while you're trying to get a job there and then there's so many barriers in the way if you're poor to uh success you know (laughs) now if we're going back to the beginning of this uh i guess i was never poor really i mean i was poor in the sense i mean i i've i've been in debt since college you know i've always i've never had a positive amount of money but I did take out loans from a bank, and it is fucking stupid that I'm paying so much in interest. Uh, so yeah, money, money. This one, this is this one wasn't funny at all. This was a very serious militant affection for you to listen to and ponder realities. But the the points I'm making here is just that money is an interesting thing, you know. <laughs> Money's interesting. I, I hope they give us a second stimulus check because I gotta pay my debts. Um, but I think if we were all more s- empathetic to one another scenarios, things would be better. Or not. I don't give. F- I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't give a fuck because clearly I'm giving a fuck right now. I've spent. I've created this audio content telling people so much truths about the world just to. I know I'm not coming to any conclusions when I think I'm saying. I'm just, I just want you to think about what I'm saying and think about people's scenarios and think about things. People are like, oh, join the military. And it's just like, join the military? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what, corrupt? I mean, most people think uh, I'm, 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 I'm in the United States, think the Iraq war was wrong and people died in the Iraq war. Even if you don't care about people in other countries, which which is whatever for, I mean, if that's your morality, um, it's rough. But uh, Americans died, and people think that was a wrong war. So that could have been just some kid who signed up to uh, pay off college, you know, and 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 get access to jobs, and they're dead. So yeah, join the military, and they're like, we'll get a non-fighting job. I'm not sure it really works that way. I mean, and if it works that way, not everyone qualifies for the military. And you could still, you could, your morals could be all out of whack and you could be supporting something you don't like. It's bullshit to think that it should work where you have to join the military to get out of a poor scenario when, I don't know, there should be another way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. As long as you're trying, just keep trying, you know, just keep trying out there. Figure out your best. Keep trying. Live your best life. Try your best stuff.
<laughs> I'm just going to be a vague motivational speaker. Try your best stuff. Live your best life. Take care of the ones around you. Hug them real good. Oh, this is another point I was going to talk about. You know, like younger people, uh, younger people, I feel, I could be incorrect, younger people, I feel like there's like, people think it's cool to not be smart. Like I was in the line at a grocery store and I was wearing a mask because I'm not spreading COVID. I'm a great citizen. (laughs) And the mask had like a topographical mask kind of, I mean, a map kind of outline on it. And the cashier was like, oh, that's a topographical map. I like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, because I didn't even know it was on the mask. And I was like, oh, yeah, really? He's like, yeah, that's the only science thing I know. Don't worry. And I'm like, well, you don't have to now be dumb, you know? I think it's, I don't think it's uncool that you know about topographical maps. But he had to cover his line, but he's like, I, I ain't into no gay science shit. <laughs> and he was a younger guy, and I'm like, you don't have to say act like you don't know science shit. Knowing science shit or math is great, you know? Why not? Well, I mean... In terms of things you should know as a young man, you should know... First, you should know getting pussy. <laughs> that should be number one. Then number two will be, you know, I don't know. Getting bitches. I know getting pussy, getting bitches, similar. Then number three, getting loot. <laughs> you gotta get loot. Number four, fucking bitches. <laughs> So first, getting pussy, getting bitches, getting loot, fucking bitches, and then math and science and other things like that. So if you're a young man out there listening, those are your most important things. (laughs) Ah, shit. So uh, I came to no conclusions. I really jumped around the map. I hope there was something in there you could grasp and hold on to. Uh, If you don't like something, try to change it. Be active in your community. And be be good to each other. Take a care. Take a care of each other. Take a care. So that'll be it. That'll be it. Those are a bunch of thoughts I had and stories and ideas. I don't know if we've really uh, solved anything, but we never do. Till next time, I'm Matt Miller. I've been at Matt Miller Real on everything. I think it's Matt Miller Real Comedy on YouTube. Go to my patreon.com slash Matt Miller Comedy. Uh, give me money so I can I can create business for young souls who want to who want to break out, you know, into the media comedy world. But first I need to, so <laughs> so thanks so much. That's it. Uh, goodbye.